So I want to make sure you have time to change. Brian, how long have you been coming here? Uh, it's been about ooh, uh, eight years. All right. And what, what do you do for a living? I work for People's Natural Gas. All right. You got a wife and how many kids? Two. And they're all part of our church family here. So it's been kind of cool. Why don't you tell people when you came to faith in Christ? I came to faith in Christ in, uh, or on May 7, 2014. What was the story? Uh, well, uh, growing up, uh, my mother's Jewish, my father is Christian. Uh, they kind of laid out some religious paths for my brother and I. I really didn't take to any of it. I don't know why. I don't really recall too much of that when I was younger. But as uh, <clears throat> I got into high school, I just, it just became confusing to me. Uh, one big thing was that uh, I got made fun of in high school for being Jewish. Okay. And I did not understand why. I, uh, you know, the people that would make fun of me, uh, you know, I got called Jew boy was the biggest thing that I remember. And these, this was being done by people who I knew were Christian. And in wow. my mind, you know, those are supposed to be the good people. Right. As just, you know, it's the, what, I, what I thought when I was uh, younger. Not that that's not true, but. Uh, so it was just really confusing to why these people were being negative towards me for just being me. Okay. I mean, you know, it's, uh, my mother's Jewish, so it makes me Jewish. Uh, I'm not sure how all that works, but uh, <laughs> that, that's, what, that's, what, uh, that's what we're taught. Uh, so anyway, confusion, and it just made me reject anything in regards to religion. I just didn't want any part of it, and I just did my own thing. Uh, so fast forward to uh, wife, two children. Uh, we started putting my oldest, Noah, into Penn Christian okay. when he went into second grade. And uh, my youngest was in preschool and came to us one day and told us a story of this kid that uh, was in his class and he wasn't afraid of anything because he had juice in his life. And he said, I want that. Mm. So, okay, I guess it's, we got, we had Noah in Christian, or in, in Christian school, but we hadn't actually started coming to church yet. So that was time to go to church. So as we were starting to come here, very shortly after we started coming here, I started to actually really enjoy being here, listening to you talk. <laughs> and just that, coupled with all the amazing people we met through the school, uh, it just started to turn something in me. And so found myself, uh, still happens when I talk about it now, I uh, found myself being one of the parental volunteers for uh, my oldest son's Seneca Hills trip, two-day trip through the school. I uh, found myself in one of the sessions and uh, during that session uh, said the sinner's prayer and accepted Christ as my Savior. Amen. Amen. So, thank you. The session is finished. They all leave. I hang back and I just burst into tears for... I don't know, half hour. Oh, wow. Just the rush of emotions that just flooded me. It was Amen. amazing. Amen. And now you're following Christ, and you're going to tell everybody that by your public dedication to him this morning. Yes. I'm so thankful you're part of our life and our family, what I've seen God do in your life. Wonderful. Gosh. Where's your family? Over this way? Yes. All right. So I'm going to turn you that way so you see them. 
Cross your arms. Brian Seath, upon your confession of faith in Christ as your Savior, based on your desire to follow him in baptism, I'm thrilled to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. came into our church family how long ago? Uh, March. In March of this year, right? Yeah. She came up to me near the end of the service and she said, I'd love for you to pray for my grandma. And so we talked about it a little bit and I said, honey, what do you do for a living? She said, I'm 10th grade in high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really do not want to judge age anymore at all. And Holly has been incredibly consistent. You've been a part of our church family. You keep inviting your friends and it's been so much fun to watch you. You just light up every time you're in a service. And you sit right behind me. And every time I get up to preach, I look at your face and that smile and the beam of what I know God's done in your life. So you're still in 10th grade, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Right. Didn't drop out yet. Did you drop out yet? That's a good thing. And you embraced Jesus when? Um, so I started coming here, like I said, in March. And, like, I'd always known Jesus, like, my whole life. But it was when I started coming here that I fully understood it and like truly like loved God and I remember it was one time during C which is the youth group on Sunday night yeah yeah and there was just one day and it just all kind of clicked for me so yeah and I have really bad anxiety and before like I didn't really know how to handle it but now I know that it's going to be okay because Jesus has a plan for me amen awesome <laughs> Sunday night is out this way. You got family over here, right? Yeah. Sunday night is our youth ministry, uh, C for Christ, mm -hmm. obviously in Community Alliance Church, and it's ninth grade to 12th grade, and you got Evan and Beth leading it. So it's just mm -hmm. an advertisement for that as well, in case there's yeah. another high school. We love here. them. Definitely go. Absolutely. <laughs> definitely go. All right. Where's your family? Over this way. Cross yeah, right there. Abigail, upon your confession of faith in Christ as your Savior, and based on your desire to follow him in baptism, I'm thrilled to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son. Holy Spirit. Oh, Weisenstein. I've watched you grow up, young lady. So you have been a part of our church family for how long? 17 years. 17 years. And how old are you? 17. That's what I thought. 17 years old. <laughs> So I've literally watched you grow up. Yes. And uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a junior in Silver Rock High School. Are you really? Yep. Good deal. Enjoying it? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did you come to faith in Christ? Um, when I was six at VBS. Wow. Awesome. And what do you want to tell folks as to what happened? Um, I didn't. I didn't really know um, what it meant when I accepted Christ. Um, I grew up with a broken family. My parents were divorced. Um, I really wasn't close to God, but in sixth grade I was. Um, uh, with my past not being the greatest, I realized that well, that's where a lot of my struggles were. And this past summer, I had the experience of going to life. Mm. It's where I realized that a lot of my pain from my past was still there. So I wanted to forgive the past, and I wanted to start a new chapter. So this is why I'm here today to do that. That's a great story. <laughs> and your chapter at Life, or Life is a Youth Conference for high schoolers. And uh, this church has been a part of that for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. So it's an opportunity for you to celebrate with people your age who really want to follow Christ with everything they've got. Yep. Right. Your family here? Yeah. All right, there they are. Okay. Can I take my glasses off? You can. <laughs> okay. All right. There they are. All right. 
Hope upon your confession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and based on your desire to follow him and publicly declare to everybody that you are a follower of Jesus. I'm thrilled to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I know we had a class on Tuesday night, and one of the things we try to do is have a class shortly before baptism so they get a chance to see the tank and see what it's all about, especially if they've not been here before. And it was freezing cold. I mean, freezing cold. And I said it would probably be that way on Sunday. And it was a surprise to me when I got in it this morning in the first service and realized it's kind of like a it hot tub. It feels like a hot tub. It feels like a hot tub. It's kind of cool. Lisa, your family is right here. Yeah, I've known that couple there. Is, is that Uncle Bob? It is, is Uncle that Bob. really Uncle Bob and Kelly? <laughs> I've known this family forever, did their wedding, and now seeing they continue to bring family here. And you've only been here for a while, right? Well, I've been coming since I was little, but the past couple of months I've been trying to come every Sunday instead of just on holidays. Okay, well, that's a good plan. Mm -hmm. That's a good plan. Because there are people, none of these, mm -hmm. but there are people who only come on holidays. So that's a great step you're taking. Mm -hmm. And uh, how old are you? I'm 20. And what do you do? I'm a nursing assistant at McGee Women's Hospital. Praise God. you got to have a lot of fun watching mm -hmm. these new lives come into the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, when did you come to faith in Christ? Um, so like I said, I only was coming for the holidays. And then like two months ago, I decided to come every Sunday. And I feel like since then, I've become so much closer with God. And I feel like a better person. And I can handle things better. And I don't know. It's kind of unexplainable. It's That's the beauty an of, unexplainable feeling, really. It's the beauty of what Jesus did in your life. I know you were talking about a person that you were working with yeah. in McGee Hospital who, didn't, who wanted to make sure that you knew who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. And you realize, okay, that's the next step I've got to take. Yeah. She started coming specifically and clearly during the guide rail series with uh, the guardrails up here. And from that point on, everything has changed in your life mm -hmm. and your relationship with Jesus. Yes, sir. Thrilled to have you here. Thank and you. And glad to have you as part of our family Thank here at Community you. Alliance Church. I know you've got family here, mom and dad, and relative, brother everywhere, boyfriend. All right. <laughs> Lisa <laughs> Cummings, right? Yep. You related to the Cummings people that have the coffee? I'm not. Okay. I was just trying to... <laughs> I trying to not. work out some coffee here. <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cross your arms. Got to plug my nose. Lisa, upon <laughs> your confession of faith and your desire to follow him, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to be able to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. She said she was nervous this morning, but that was awesome. We got Joe Flores coming into the tank. Been a follower of Jesus, never got baptized. <laughs> and he has the opportunity to baptize Carter here. So, Joe, go ahead. All right, well, tell me your name. My name is Carter. And what's your last name? Do you have one? Okay, no, I don't have one. <laughs> tell me a little about yourself. So, I am a 18-year-old high school student. Well, high school student for two more weeks. I'll be graduating high school and going to college in Oklahoma <laughs> starting in January. So, yeah. Yeah, so you're wearing the shirt. says, I have decided to follow Jesus. Tell everybody a little bit more about when you made that decision. So I came to faith in Christ when I was probably four or five years old. I don't remember an exact age or date, but I know I remember I was with my dad, and uh, I think it was on Christmas Eve. Yeah. 
like that. And that's about all I remember. Well, so you have a birthday, a spiritual birthday coming up here pretty yeah. quick, huh? Amen. All right. Well, it's been a privilege to watch you grow up from being a junior higher now to become the man that you are and getting to celebrate this with you today. So I'm going to cross your arms, hold your nose. Carter, it's my privilege, based on your profession of faith, it's my privilege to baptize you now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Everything we could do to get a six foot three boy down in there. We ran out of room. <laughs> we ran out of room. Chris, come on in. We got Keith coming in. Keith has been an incredible part of his life. Keith is our adult ministries pastor. Why don't you talk about your name? I'm Chris Rensel. I'm 22. And where do you work? I work at Penn United Shipping. <laughs> That's awesome. Chris, you have. One of the most amazing stories of anyone I've ever heard. Um, and why don't you just share people, just give them a glimpse of your life. Um, because I think it's really, really powerful. So go ahead. Um, I wrote it down. Um, I've been told you could write a novel out of my past. I was raised Catholic by my grandma, lovered it at. I strayed from God due to relentless bullying as a kid. I struggled with severe depression, suicidal thoughts, tendencies, failed attempts, starting at the age of 12. I'm 22 now. February 2016, I started coming here with my aunt and uncle. Keith was the first person I'd met, and during this time, met many other amazing people, such as Evan and Beth. My favorite words when anything bad happened was, why me? In November of 2016, it wasn't. It was my brother who committed suicide. Accepted to college to be a doctor, an EMT, hazmat, uh, Keith and many others went to the viewing for me despite not knowing me. For that, I'm still thankful. I'm what people would call a tough guy. I don't cry, I'll hold other people up, carry the weight of everyone's pain on my shoulders, sometimes at the expense of myself. I cried alone twice during that time. Nobody got to see my pain. A year and a, a day later, my mother did the same. I was already down a dark hole. Drugs, alcohol, I didn't care. I'd lost my hope. The amount of times I'd heard, I thought you died from friends during that time, friends, was laughable. No attempts to call an ambulance, no attempts at help. I went away from drugs and alcohol after getting caught by my federal agent uncle. Um, but, <laughs> but I still had no hope. <laughs> to quote a song they played at my brother's funeral, I was in a place so dark I couldn't see the light. Then I met a girl who I deeply cared for. She was caring, compassionate, the heart of pure gold. I could go on for hours about how great she is. She showed me the way towards the light to open my heart in a way nobody else could. She gave me my hope back. I started to change the way I was to be the best Christian I could be. But I'd made too many mistakes during that time and lost her. As much as I hope I didn't, that one day her and her family might forgive me and offer the second chance I don't deserve, it's probably too late for that. But instead of drawing away from God, I did what I knew she'd want. I drew towards him. I strived to be the best Christian I could be. Which led me to a passage from Proverbs chapter 19, verse 3. People ruin their lives from their own foolishness and are angry at the Lord. This rang true to me. I had nobody to blame but myself for many of the hardships I'd went through. Then Danny had a sermon that spoke to me. He'd said, you can't wait until you're perfect to accept Christ in your life. 
you're not going to be perfect, and it's never too late. And I decided shortly after to fully open my heart, to let Christ in my life, and what better time to publicly announce it than after a few days after we're supposed to give thanks. There's nobody to thank more than the man who sacrificed himself so that I may live. uncle right there yeah my aunt my uncle my dad and my grandma that's awesome you people are heroes honestly for what you've done to him and again this is part of your story and all of our story of what you know god has done in chris's life Amen. So, Amen. chris become become your uh, proclamation of faith we're going to baptize you in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit I hope you're glad you came today. I know I am. God, I thank you for what you've done in the lives of people. These are just a glimpse of some of the people who sit here in the audience every single Sunday who've gone through so many various aspects of their life and then found that you were the answer they've been looking for. And we join with these six, and we just celebrate what you've done in their lives and what we have seen you do in their lives. And we ask in the name of Jesus and by the power of the cross that you'll walk with them every single day as they declare their allegiance to you, as they walk into their world and try to live out what you've asked them to do. I trust that you'll continue to walk with them for their family, for their friends, for others who want to come and find out what you have offered them in Jesus. May these people and those who we sit with every single Sunday be catalysts at bringing somebody to this place of understanding you are the answer to life. 